Here we go, baby. It's Strictly Ball Business, and we're back for episode 64. 63? Four, four, 64. It's 64. Oh, I got it right, you sons of bitches. They thought I was out. They, they wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. Uh, today, we are back. Uh, we were off for a couple weeks. I'll lower down the energy for you. Now we are in podcast mode, everybody. We're finally back. Episode 64. We're going to talk about a couple of our favorite teams, the Timberwolves and the Magic today. And we will also talk about some of our favorite teams outside of our fandom um, as there are um, the top three young core that we want to rank today and talk to you about just really what makes them such strong teams. Um, and from there, we're also going to play a game where we guess um, a player that has been on at least three different teams. So we're going to, you know, just let each other know the teams they played on and try to guess from there, I, I think is how it's going to go. Right, Dalton? Yep. We each, uh, you get three teams and you say them and then they get three guesses. Yeah, that's it. Three on three, baby. The best. <laughs> three by three. Um, and then we're also going to talk about the best team in the West, the Denver Nuggets. Uh, we're going to talk about what is uh, going so well for them and what they can maybe even improve still at this point. Um, and I think that's all we got at that point. So, you know, yeah. We're going to have some in-depth uh, conversations about a lot of these teams. This has been Strictly Ball Business. Strictly Ball Business. Strictly Ball Business. I like that video. But to start out, um, I'd like to talk about your top three young core. Um, should we spend, what, what do you think, the whole video talking about all six possible teams? Or we might have the same list, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I think I definitely think we might have two overlapping. I think there's like, and now, because now that it's 25 and under, a lot of teams are moved on like the Celtics uh Jalen Brown's not 25 anymore like they're not considered young as uh, Celtics have been our young core for how long now but now they just don't they're established they don't now. yeah they're established there but uh what I'll start with my third team you know it's the magic I love the magic oh, I th I think so because they wouldn't be on this list if it wasn't for Paolo, obviously. Obviously, he's the clear, like, number one. But you got guys like uh, Michael Carter Jr. and uh, Franz Wagner who have just re came out as, like, these guys are definitely going to be 20-point-per-game scorers or fringe all-stars for the rest of their career, I think. Uh, they're gonna, they're all great. Um, I, they got Fultz, who's awesome. Bull Bulls, the unicorn. We got Suggs. We got Anthony. I mean, I didn't include Bamba because I don't think he's going to be that great. But... They have all those young guys and that's like i i just it's we're to the point where i'm watching this next draft i'm like honestly fight for a play and like i want to see how we like let we have the young core it, bringing in another guy would just mix things up and we also have jonathan isaac coming back maybe coming back so i just think they have so much good quality young core players that have so much potential that's what puts them into three i think they have the most potential yeah, I mean, they certainly have a lot of potential um, and can certainly see them making some damage in the playoffs and the league as a whole, maybe in two years, maybe even next year. But I just haven't seen enough from them at this point to call them a top three young core. I mean, there's other great young cores that have just been doing more at this point, but that's just because they have older young players still. I mean, yeah, they're young, but I mean, Paulo is a rookie and who knows what he'll look like in the next couple of years because he already looks fantastic yeah i, I think there's no doubt paulo's going to be a superstar it's, uh we just haven't seen to the level of like i know franz wagner's definitely he's going to be a star uh i think he's going to be more than a fringe all-star uh carter jr and fultz i think they're those two i don't think we've seen this much young core with like guys like that oh and bull bull like those are all guys i can see scoring 17 15, uh, 16 plus in this league so I, I don't think I can't think back to a time maybe the Lakers young core when they had Lonzo Kuzma uh, bi but like this young and clear superstar with guys that are already going to come out and of their own that they've draft dra except for Bobo they didn't draft Bobo but uh, that they have that I can turn into the, those type players. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think having a rebuilding team like this gives you an opportunity to give guys like Bobo. Um, 
you know more of a long leash and see what he's got and boy does he have something i think uh, certainly he could build with this team and they have a lot of size overall i mean i think eventually they might have to cut down the trees a little bit but for now um you got a lot of athletic wings you know we'll see how far that takes you we'll at least go through this season and see which ones you really like i don't really understand if Mo Bamba has a spot on this team long term, but certainly um, excited about these other young guys that they've started to bring in, like Franz, uh, especially. Yeah, definitely. But who, who did you have three at three? My number three spot. I'm glad you asked. I had the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, we're at the number three spot in the conference right now. Zion is only 22 years old. Ingram is 25, so right on the cusp there, but still a young buck. Mm -hmm. um herb jones 24 they've got jose alvarado's in his second year uh just a lot of solid role players here which you need um for either you know like a championship or if you're going to trade them down the road for another star like player either way having those types of assets and being able to draft uh consistently like that is going to pay off no yeah definitely i mean they certainly obviously have two superstars which is uh which is crazy to see i do think uh there is they do have a as young cores go they have great like i just think uh like trey murphy uh, he love him he's great he's just like more of a he's he's gonna be has a select role but uh yeah uh zion yeah zion definitely superstar i think he's gonna be a top Probably a top five player in this league at some point. A bi, I think. I think bi has peaked. We've seen where he's going to be, and that's not, that's great. That's an all star. I think. Uh, I think he can be a number two on a championship team, and I think uh, Zion can be a number one. Uh, clearly, they just need to build a team around that, and I think they're pretty set. Uh, they have the hardest part of a rebuild, which is getting your first and second guys. Just they yeah, got to do it. Get to the playoffs team. and do it. Yeah, they have a great team now. Um, so I think. Um, that's only going to help the rebuild out and yeah absolutely i mean i think um this pelicans team has those stars like you said it's the hardest part to find and they're still so young eventually when these old guys get out of the league we're just going to gravitate more to this pelicans team as they continue to pile on winning seasons and you know i love their personalities here i, I think like this is a very likable team um, they have a young coach too i mean a former player um, who was really not like a star himself. I, I think he gets a, a easy time probably connecting to everybody on the bench that way. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's always those uh, role players that come out to be the best type of coaches. Uh, so, yeah, Willie yeah. Green, he's, he's, he's doing a great job. Uh, I mean, he could jump into the running for a coach of the year already. I mean, this guy's doing pretty well, too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think, uh, um, I mean, I think it's between him and uh joe missoula and mike malone maybe mm -hmm. um maybe give uh give taylor jenkins some consideration too yeah always taylor jenkins and uh jb bickerstaff too uh he's he's doing a great job we'll see uh, clearly we're halfway through the season so we'll see how as it gets in more but how about two who'd you have for two let's hear your second my number two was the memphis grizzlies same here um yeah, yeah is that who you had number two yeah I mean, obviously, a very young team. Uh, John Morant is 23. Um, Jaron Jackson is a great player, too. Um, obviously, De Desmond Bain is looking like a, a potential star in the making. Maybe he can get to that Ingram level. Um, I'd like to see that, but who knows? Um, and then outside of that, they've got some solid role players. Uh, Brandon Clark's a good player. Um, although I think he's a little, he might be past the, the young, young buck age. Nope. He's, uh, no, uh, no, yeah, no, he's not. Brandon Clark is not. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they got one. Other, who's the one of Yeah. Uh, all they had was, uh, so all they have for young guys, it's, it's Morant, Bain, Jaron Jackson, and Zaire Williams. No, Zaire that Williams. Yeah. I mean, he's another guy with some potential, but. <laughs> um definitely John Morant's carrying this team so he's got yeah. a superstar right now over there oh yeah and I mean I think the improvement we wanted to see out of Bane this year wasn't made by Bane necessarily but 
Jaron Jackson, he's had a huge year. He's looking like a could be a defensive player of the year candidate. Um, I mean, there's their third third best defense in the league, and I think he's the biggest part of that. Uh, he's the best defensive player on the floor, along with Zaire Williams. So, yeah. uh, who's good? Obviously, Stephen Adams is a great uh, vet to have around these guys, and you can see the impact he's made. Uh, yeah, kinda, for a vet, I mean, he still isn't even thirty yet, so still a young guy himself. Yeah, twenty nine. Yeah, it's crazy, and uh, it's kind of crazy that they passed up Pat Bev because he would have been perfect for these guys, these young guys. Imagine his effect on what these guys would have been. Yeah, I mean, when they made that trade, I guess they hadn't had a winning season yet. Um, so they made the trade for Jared Culver thinking, okay, we're not giving up anything that we already had on our team. We're just flipping um, mm-hmm. Beverly, who we just got in a different trade. And, you know, we're going to get Jared Culver out of it. We think has still some potential to be a you know, top five pick talent which they clearly just didn't watch enough Timberwolves games is what I'm thinking. And um, yeah, I mean, Pat Bev would have made a lot of sense on this team as they're, you know, they could use that type of veteran voice. Not necessarily that they need it, but always helps and a good backup point guard definitely helps too. He's cheaper than Tyus, who is a fine player, but I mean, if you're going to have jaw injured every now and then too, I mean, you got to have multiple serviceable guys. Yeah, I think I mean the Timberwolves figured it out, and they had they were already set with their guards uh, when they made the trade for him. So I uh, wouldn't have been that big. But uh, so first, I'm super curious who you had as your first. Uh, my first, I have the Cleveland Cavaliers. All right, yeah, we're the same page. Got it. <laughs> yeah, we're both right. <laughs> how, how do you say no though? After after what just happened, what what, what Don did. Yeah, and he's, you know, technically out of our young core range here. He's at 26, but obviously he's still very young at that yeah. age. It dropped 71. Yeah. Um, he's somehow the veteran on this team. Uh, Darius Garland is a fantastic player coming into his own each year. Um, he's just so confident. And, and Evan Mobley, who had a game-winning shot the other day um, off of a Donovan Mitchell pass, and he really is good in the mid-range game. So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Allen's great. Garland, Mobley, who I think Mobley's the potential is just out of the out of the ceiling for this guy. This guy's good. He could be a uh, better than Gobert, better better than Gobert defensively, but so much better offensively. This guy can have. I think he can be a third scoring option while being the best defensive player of the year, uh, much like Dwight Howard yeah, was for the Magic. See if it happens. I mean, I, I think he definitely has the talent. Um, I think it's hard to keep it up on both sides consistently. Mm-hmm. But so she um, said. You know his t- his type <laughs> of shot. Like it, it looks good for a big man, and I think like that's gonna in the end pay off offensively enough where he can be efficient and he doesn't need to put up an insane amount of shots to be effective. Yeah, no, no, exactly. And Isaac Okoro starting to turn it around this year. I mean, he's hit a three, <laughs> but uh, no, he, defensively he's he's much needed. And Karis Levert's also a really young guy. That's uh, he's outside of the range too, but he he's a big part of this team and coming off the bench and or kind of filling in where needed when Darius. Uh, it, I mean, not yeah, Darius Garland misses a lot of time, so Karis gets put in a lot. So it's nice. All in all, they got they they have like a high highest level of uh, talent there. It's great. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I think um, it's exciting to see a team succeed post LeBron. So it's not, not very common because they usually get eviscerated when he leaves. Yeah, uh, it's, they, they all, all great trades. I mean, quick. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all great trades. Like, I mean, they drafted Mobley, but Mitchell, they got in a trade. Darius Garland, uh, the te- they got it was the Lakers pick. And then obviously Jared Allen. I uh, think, and. They drafted Isaac Okoro, but they did not draft Karis LeVert, obviously. So they traded for a lot of them, too, and they just made great yeah. moves and somehow yeah. retained Kevin Love, too. Well, and they got uh, Donovan Mitchell at a more than reasonable package than what the Wolves gave up, for example, for mm-hmm. Gilbert. But uh, because they had Colin Sexton, who they drafted, and they were able to include him in the trade. Um, yeah. You know, if they didn't include him, they would have had to give up more picks for sure. For sure, for sure. But uh, that was our top three young core. Who are your guys' top three young core? Comment that below. Let us know. All right, this is a topic I want to talk about. We're talking about the Orlando Magic and the great run they've had the last 13 games. So since December 7th, they're 9-4. and 
doesn't sound that oppressive. It's actually it's the fifth best record since that date. So technically, they're the fifth best team. No, uh, but uh, they've been doing great. They've really caught fire, and there's not like a single thing that they're doing better where you're like, where they're like, oh, this guy's on, so play me. Their playmaking or defense or offense is changing. They've just kind of gotten better all around the board. I mean, they um. Yeah, and it's even impressive because they missed uh, Wendell Carter Jr. and Suggs throughout this. So, uh, I mean, hold on. Where's my... Yeah, so they went from, like, their field goal percentage increased by f- from, like, a bunch to a bunch. <laughs> a, a lot to a little. Uh, but three-point went up, rebounds, turnovers. I mean, they're still... In this run, they've been the 14th best offense and the 11th best defense. So they're just kind of in the middle. I think that's a great starting point for where they are. If this is how they can play, if they can work out a whole season in this way, it's great. I mean, it's happened since Fultz got back. A lot of players came back from injury. Cole Anthony did too. So they've just been kind of rolling now. Um, Mo Wagner was in this was in the starting lineup for a while just because they didn't want to disturb move uh, Bamba up. And they didn't want to disturb uh, the, the rotations with... Uh, uh, Wendell Carter Jr. being out, so it's it's just impressive, and they had an impressive win last night over OKC. I like seeing it. Yeah, I mean, definitely excited to see where this team goes. I mean, I don't know if they're going to cause any real damage in the playoffs once they go up against uh, teams with experience like the Nets, Bucks, and Celtics. But anything can happen. Um, Donovan Mitchell has experience himself in the playoffs, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't see them making any noise in the playoffs. I think if they, much like the Timberwolves had last year, if we can get win a play-in game or even play a play-in game right now, I'd be happy because uh, it's just young core. That it's just the young core we have that is just by far by far improving. Maybe this offseason we can get in a few, uh, trim some fat with uh, some of this young talent. Go out get trade for some veterans, sign a couple veterans, uh, a little uh, better veterans than Terrence Ross, of course. And I think uh, that I just think it's great to see this development. This is the steps. This that's the next step of first you draft, you go out and get your young talent, you develop them. This is the development process. It's nice to see it, the development directly uh, affect the winning, and that, that's always a good sign to see out of a franchise. Yeah, no doubt. I think uh, they're they're going in the right direction. So definitely I think uh, they've been making some good picks lately, which you couldn't really say that for a lot of years. Yeah, and I mean, we haven't even seen the fully developed Bull Bull or fully developed. Uh, I think Jalen Suggs still has a lot way a lot way to come. I think Fultz is kind of where he's going to be. Maybe get a little better. I can see him averaging like a fifteen and uh, nine and fifteen nine or fifteen eight, something like that. Eight assists, maybe uh, close to two steals. That's the type of player he's going to be. Um, much like uh, kind of like Jalen Suggs, just a little better on defense. I'm not Suggs. Uh, Brunson, just a little better on Brunson. defense. Yep, but Wagner, I, I think he more and more he's impressing me. Uh, um, Wendell Carter Jr. is having a more down year than I thought, but he's doing well. And obviously, Paolo is just outrageous. They, this guy's a superstar already. Uh, so impressive to see. So yeah. refreshing to see. <laughs> Much like when you saw the growth of Anthony Edwards, that's how I'm feeling with a uh, Paolo Banchero. Yeah. I mean, Orlando really hasn't had that type of player um, since Dwight Howard. No, yeah, and even then he wasn't. He even peak Dwight Howard would not. I don't think he would be a superstar today. He would be very much in the same vein as a Gobert or, um, like a Jared Allen, where he's just hyper good at that. And because athleticism doesn't get you much, much places anyway. Uh, and Shaq, obviously, Shaq was just dominant, but we haven't had a superstar like this, this versatile or anything. Like they were just really good at one thing. Granted, Hall of Fame players. Uh, well, I think I think so. Uh, over here say they're gonna be he's gonna be better than Shane. He's gonna be better than Giannis. I don't I don't know about uh Giannis or Shaq. I do think he can be better than Dwight Howard. I don't think that's a huge leap to say. Uh but I think he's I I I'm just excited. He's gonna be great. Yeah. yeah, no, no. You have reason to be excited. I mean he has been a player people have talked about for a long time. People have been waiting for him to finally get to the league and, and here he is worth all the hype he's actually good he's actually <laughs> worth the hype crazy yeah hell yeah um but what do you guys think of this run this run has been great i love seeing it i'm watching them tonight let's go we're gonna get uh we're gonna make that 10 and 4 let's go baby because the season we're gonna pretend the season started not at the beginning of december because we had like three losses in a row but december 7th that's when it's gonna start uh 
Comment something below, let me know. <laughs> Alright, so let's move to your team. <laughs> the, uh, the Wolves. Cat's been out. Uh, I'm mainly, I want to talk about since he's been out, how our player's doing. What's the record like? Let's talk about it. Yeah, I mean, they were on a, like a six-game losing streak uh, for a good sec there. And they just got out of that um, with a two-game winning streak. And so it's looking like... Um, you know, things are a little up and down. That's kind of how it's been all season. And one of the games that they won without, uh, or one of the games that they won after this losing streak, and it was without Cat, but it was also without Deal. And uh, that caused some stir uh, because it was the game apparently right after um, they lost to the Detroit Pistons. And there was a players only meeting after that. And rumor has it, people uh, laid into D'Lo. And so he was sick the next game. Uh, so there's questioning, you know, well, huh. you just need a mental day off. Mental health 2022, you know, 2023 now, actually. Uh, you know, mental health is great. It's great. Doesn't make <laughs> up for being afraid uh when you're making millions of dollars and you can't handle criticism from your teammates uh but anyways i think they looked really solid the last couple games two great wins one against the the blazers another against the nuggets the number one team in the west obviously and really the the focal points of those wins were great defense from rudy gobert um some big time blocks and anthony edwards being an absolute superstar really just uh consistently putting up 25 to 30 points a game and being that guy even if he's not getting it from the field he you know he's getting it from the free throw line believe it or not oh yeah yeah i got a cool stat about this free throw yeah they i mean it, it's uh i didn't know about all that dealer stuff i did know he like unfollowed the timberwolves on like a lot of social media or something yeah um what whatever um I mean, yeah. So the Wolves, uh, they're fifth in pace. I want to talk. So, so let's talk about something. Do they need to be fifth in pace? Like, uh, cause so they're eight and eleven in the last uh, since Cat went down. They're fifteenth in that time. They're fifteenth in offense, twentieth in defense. Nothing impressive there. And like, we got to see something. I'm not expecting them to be better without Cat. Like, clearly, Cat's going to make your offense better when he comes back. But I want to see some foundation and things. I mean, so they're fifth in pace, which is super weird to think when you got a guy like Gobert, right? Like, naturally, you're going to think it's going to slow down and stuff. But do they need to be? They're also uh, 27th in turnovers. One of those messiest teams in the league. Maybe you could cut the pace down a little bit. I mean, I mean, they don't even... Uh, what. I have, where is their points off turnovers? They don't. They're not even insanely good at points off turnovers. Oh yeah, they are uh, eighth in points off turnovers. So like, is their pace helping? How much can you drop? I, I certainly think that there's ways to get around that where it'll be better. Um, but Ant, like you said, leads the team in uh, points off turnovers, three point one. A crazy thing about his uh, his uh, free throw is so we're halfway through the season and he was already at a uh, hundred foul, fouls drawn. In the last prior years, he was at he finished the season with one hundred twenty seven, one hundred thirty eight. So he's on pace to almost getting close to doubling fouls drawn this year. This guy's. Like he com- we complained at the beginning of the season he wasn't getting to the basket as much. Now he's just doing it all. He just, now he's just like fuck it, I'll get in there, and they're just fouling him, and it's working yeah. great for him. Yeah, it's definitely you know the way he should play aggressive and go hard at the rim. He's still taking dumb threes, like some real bad shots here or there. But you know, I guess that's the ant way. Sometimes late in the fourth, like this last game, he was hitting those bad shots, and mm-hmm. so then they you know suddenly they're good shots. So. I don't know what to think sometimes. Sometimes you just got to let him do what he wants, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I do think he's the guy you got to make happy. And sure, and I know he likes to play at a faster faster pace, but I think Chris Finch is a smart coach. I think that if they slow down, there's a lot to benefit from. I'm mean, just being being slow in pace isn't a bad thing. Like the bottom five teams in pace are like the Mavs, the Cav- Cavaliers, the 76ers, the Suns. None of those are bad teams by far pace certainly has its advantages in certain ways obviously everyone uh attributes it to good basketball because of the warriors because they're always one of the highest paced teams in the nba but it'll 
but I think they can figure it out. I think that's not because Chris Finch is watching this, and I just want him to know, hey man, slow the slow the pace down a little bit. Maybe we're fifth in pace. Maybe bring it to like tenth. We'll see how the turnovers get those turnovers up. But uh wow, while I was stat diving and uh speaking of D'Lo, I wanted to I'm like, you know what? Like he I've noticed he's on my fantasy team. I've noticed he's doing better. I'm like, I wonder what's his comparison when he played with cat and when he didn't play with cat this year so this year with cat he averaged 14.4 points per game 6.6 assists on 43 32 78 43 fine for a start for a guard whatever 32 is pretty bad for a guard three point percentage obviously 78 is fine but without cat he's scoring 19.9 points per game 6.3 assists and 48 37 89 significantly better efficiency and obviously a higher volume on scoring uh still either one is a negative on defense both of them are really bad he's back to being one of the worst defensive players in the league but it's just kind of yeah i mean kind of funny his numbers look better and he has shot better overall but he's still not making a lot of threes um every other game he'll he'll have a game where he's like one of seven or one of six from from three and that hurts them for that game it's like yeah maybe the next game He'll have a three of five game, and that's great, or it's yeah. good, whatever. But he'll also have those really uh, terrible games that gets mixed in, and he's still not passing great. What this team really needs is a pass first player because they don't have many of those. Period. Um, I think uh, I don't know. I don't know who's out there that could really uh, instill the offense better, but it's not D'Lo because he's just kind of worried about himself or being a scoring first point guard rather than trying to open up others. I mean, the game he didn't play um, in like the first six minutes, everybody besides Ant had at least two baskets made. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously it comes down to the coaching staff. They got to figure out what to do. Like they got to, they get like the, I do think the front office for the most part did it. They've done a good job. They're like, hey, here's, we have all these like all-star pieces. Yeah do something so it's all coaching and granted it's not an easy task to fit all this these guys together D'Lo, cat ant and gobert all with significantly different uh styles of play so it'll be tough for chris finch i think he'll turn it i think they'll figure it out and turn it around sucks that cat's not there while we're, they're trying to figure out obviously because he's the uh second best player on this team <laughs> um yeah i mean a lot of nights he's he can be the best one too so yeah I mean, yeah, exactly. But like, that's your major offense, so it's kind of tough to get your feet out from under you. They're still trying to figure it out, and then his injury went down. So, uh, tough, tough. One guy who did uh, exude some scoring ability, ability last game, stepped in place for Cat like a star would, uh, was Luca Magic Garza. <laughs> uh, he, he didn't miss a single shot, uh, from what I recall. And uh, he was getting some tough rebounds. He hit a three. It was wet, baby. Um, so loved what I saw from him. Yeah, I mean, if he can grab rebounds, that's one. That's I think their their worst statistic because they're twenty seventh in yeah. uh, rebound percentage. They're the one of the yeah. worst they teams. Give so many offensive rebounds. Yeah, oh, and it's crazy because you. Th- you, they got Gobert. A huge part of Gobert was his rebounding. And well, he's the like, only one who can rebound, though. Nobody yeah. else can. Well, you have him and a guy like Cat. You're like, oh, we're we're gonna be good on rebounds now, and you're not. Yeah, like, how are you worse? Though. Exactly. But that's the worst part. Like, Cat's a center. We got two centers in there. At the very least, we'll be good at rebounding. <laughs> but they're not. <laughs> that's yeah. like, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, if they somehow had kept Vanderbilt, maybe that'd be helping. But um, yeah. that's revisionist history. I think uh, they're shopping needs to consistently have like 12 rebounds a game and some games he's ending up with like four and like six. yeah and it's, it's like a- yeah he's having great defense and it, like he's there's not like some nights he'll end up with like not a lot of rebounds and it's because um i don't know they just didn't go after him or something but i don't know it, it's weird you think he'd end up with at least 12 a game some nights he's just he's not getting to where he should be at yeah, I mean, a lot of it is because of pace, too. And that's a, they, like they want to keep up this pace. And like if you're kicking everyone out and saying, hey, go run, run, yeah. nobody's back to get defensive rebounds. And if you're already the uh, if you're already known for being the worst offensive rebounding team in the league, maybe just like stop, <laughs> you know? 
Yeah, the, it doesn't. It, they're not very reflective on themselves. It's kind of like they've been doing the same thing all year. They've done marginal improvements here or there, where you're like, "Oh, okay, this looks like a sensible offense." Um, but there's still moments where they're giving up like four offensive rebounds on a possession, and you're just like, "What is going on?" And, and like, Gobert, Gobert's out there for those, and it's like, "Dude, how are you not in at some point here? Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. Just, just bulldoze through these guys. What are you doing?" work hard work harder exactly um, yeah i mean i still have confidence in this team they're they're only a couple games under 500 they're not the only team that has struggled a little bit out of the gates but um i think they can still make the playoffs for sure yeah i don't know about i think they'll be in the plan again uh especially at this rate but uh what do you guys think where do you think the, what seed will the Timberwolves land on this year comment that below let us know Let's talk about the Nuggets. I mean, the Nuggets have been great. They've been wonderful. I didn't think they were going to be this good. But I thought they had a lot of injury stuff to figure out. Uh, they figured it out already this season. So uh, what do you think about all that stuff? That's crazy. I know you already think they're a contender. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're uh, a contender. I mean, I said before the season, so did you. I think we both predicted them at the top of the conference. And, and look at here. You know, we're Nostradamuses, uh, me and you. Nostradamai, whatever. Um, <laughs> Nostradamai. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're so efficient man and that's obviously a huge testament to Jokic, huge testament to their coaching and really the makeup that they have on their team overall but it all hovers around nikola Jokic, who might win his third mvp in a row he's shooting an incredible 66 percent on 35 percent from three as well 81 from the free throw line and he's doing all that while almost averaging a triple double with 26 points or 25.6 points per game. Crazy. Crazy. Insane. This guy, this Jokic guy over here, he's doing, doing it all. Um, yeah. I mean, second best offense, first best in three point shooting, second best in field goal percentage, sixth in rebounding percentage, which I'll, I'll get to. That's a very important stat. Uh, 25th in defense though. It's my only thing I'm worried about is uh, their defense. I'll get to that. I'll, I'll touch on that last. But MPJ and Murray, hit, they hit their stride a lot faster. I thought it was going to be a little slow for both of them. Actually, more so on Michael Porter Jr. You know, has less time in the league and just had a back injury. But they both hit. They're both there now. Jamal Murray was a slower start. They got there. Aaron Gordon's having his best statistical year. Uh, uh, ever in his career i mean this guy's doing great 17 points per game i think he's a i mean in he's the fourth scorer on this team and he's averaging yeah. 17 it's crazy crazy yeah, i mean Aaron gordon has stepped up huge he um does a lot of the dirty work like he's really their best offensive player really keeping yeah. them um in games a lot of the times in that case but you know they they really don't have a lot of defenders overall um that can really make me feel comfortable with them going deep into a playoff run because like you got to be able to stay in front of your guy and especially Jokic uh, he worries me a little bit going mm -hmm. up against some other big men oh yeah exactly and if you're having him run all the offense guy's gonna be tired it's just human logic and stuff but um I think the best addition uh so far this offseason uh one of the best additions i'll say this uh that was made this offseason is kcp i thought uh he's been perfect just a swiss army knife for this uh, lineup he's fit everything together some wing defense he's given you some sh some great shooting uh he's he's just amazing he's been amazing for this team and i think they they love having him there um yeah. and a Bruce Brown's also been terrific. Saying everything I just said to Bruce Brown, those guys have been in there. They're like, we need defenders. Uh, these are our best two perimeter defenders. Let's get them in there. And I, I think they're doing great. Uh, I'd like, obviously, we'd both like to see a little more defense in there. But those two guys, have it's not their fault. They're doing it. Another guy uh, that's doing great, uh, the last guy I want to talk about on this Nuggets team is Bones Highland. I mean, he's been awful on defense, but uh, he's been the best six man that they need i mean he's only averaging like 13 points per game but i mean he's, he's coming out he's running the offense i mean this guy's yeah. they, they give him the keys and he, he can do it it's a young guy it's great to see yeah he's not afraid to shoot um he really loves finding his spot he's a really solid mid-range shooter um and can shoot it from three as well still a young guy i think it's right only his second year in the league and mm -hmm. um, for a guy that's drafted as low as he was for him to be in this position it's really just a testament to his hard work and also um obviously the nuggets have done a great job scouting over the years always finding these diamonds in the rough yeah so you know just another example of that 
Yeah, I mean, they drafted uh, Jokic, who's a second-round pick. My, MPJ was like a, a 17th pick. Uh, Bones Highland was also a 20, 20 somewhere in the 20s. Uh, I mean, Jamal was a high pick. Uh, but Bo, they drafted Bobo. They just didn't have the timeline for Bobo, yeah. but they drafted him. And Bones was obviously a, a, a yeah, great drafting. Yeah, they they, they drafted great. Malik Beasley, too. Malik Beasley. Um, yeah. He Those turned up. They drafted Jared Vanderbilt, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I think they did. Yep. Yeah, he and guy. great stuff. Kind of crazy that uh, those two guys just were given away, basically. But uh, uh, so their defense. When it comes to the playoffs, when you see teams this low on defense, aka like the Nets, they get shown. They like they get bullied. It, it it affects them greatly. Do I think it'll hold up in the playoffs? I think it will because. A huge part of that is their sixth in rebounding. I think that's gonna that's gonna take away a lot of what they're trying to what other teams are trying to do on defense, and it's gonna be great for them. Uh, I think if they can even get their defense just to like fifteen to seventeen range, they're a shoe in for the for the finals. I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about shoeing, but honestly, there's really not a lot of competition in the West. I don't feel that strong about the Grizzlies going up against them. I think it would be a great series, but I take the Nuggets um, personally. Yeah. Um, I take the Nuggets over the Suns. I'd probably take them over any team in the West. So, yeah, they're, they should be the favorite right now, regardless of how bad they are on defense. It's kind of an anomaly to see uh, a team like this be that good. But, you know, we've seen it before. It just isn't going to work out in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think maybe up until the finals. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's definitely going to be an interesting West the Western playoffs. So where we've pretty much known who was going to go where. Uh, it's it's very interesting. And so there's still it's time though. I mean it's only yeah. early January. Like there's st- still time half the time season for for teams to work things out here. Definitely half the season. But where do you think? The, uh, they'll finish. Do you think they're going to be in the uh, first round exit, second round, final, uh, conference finals, finals? You let us know in the comments below, and we will be very happy. Let's play a game. All right. So this game, uh, I got it from, like, I watch a uh, podcast about movies and stuff, and they do it with movies, but I thought maybe we could do it with basketball players. So we're going to say this: t- the player has to at least played for three teams. We're going to say the three teams, and you have to guess the player that we're talking about. Is it possible that there's multiple players? Yeah, probably, but most likely we're going to think of the popular players. If you guys, if we say a, a matchup and we don't say a player, uh, you guys, you comment that below. Say, hey, you guys were fucking wrong. This guy, uh, you're like, uh, yeah, yes. Uh, what's his? Javon Carter definitely played for all those teams. And we're like, oh, maybe, I guess. That it, but uh, but uh, there's a possibility there's going to be some overlap for sure. <laughs> I. I'll start off with a semi-easy one just so we can get in there. So I got, you got the Pacers, Oklahoma City Thunder, and the Sacramento Kings. Pacers, Thunder, Kings. Uh, That is DeMontis Sabonis. DeMontis Sabonis. Ding. Correct. All right. See, that's the perfect example. You got it. Uh, I I have one for you. It is. I'll give you a hint. It's a former player. I, I messed up on that one for this one, so I'll give you the hint there. But Nets, Bucks, and Warriors are his teams. Nets, Nets, Bucks, and Warriors. Those are three of his teams. It's not Monta Ellis, is it? Nope. Um. Bucks, Nets, former player. Yep, it's a former player. Not super long ago, though. Joe Johnson? No. I'll give you a hint for this last one. He is in media. In media. Oh, uh, Richard Jefferson. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. It's Richard Jefferson. <laughs> that guy. That guy. That guy. Okay. Uh, that was a good one. That was a good one. All right. I got... I actually have four. <laughs> uh, so the second guy. Second one. Lakers. Bucks. Nets. Lakers, Bucks, Nets. Um, God. Lakers, Bucks, Nets. So he's on the 
Uh, no, I got I got three guesses. I I can I can do this. I can do this. You can do this. Uh, man. Oh uh, man, Joe Harris. No. He's always been on the Nets. What am I talking about? Yeah, he's just been Nets and Bucks. Oh, shit. He's currently on the Nets. Uh, I I can't tell you the current you, team. He's out of, oh, these might be out. They're out of, they're all out of order. Yeah. Ah, crap. Okay. I was so, I was hyper focused on the Nets. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Um, different guy on the bench. Um, I think it is. I'll give you a hint after two guesses. I'm so flustered over here. Javon Carter. No, (laughs) I actually just had to check if if he was because I know he was on two of them. Um, he's a. Current starting, uh, current starting player. He starts on te- a team. Okay. Current starting. And one of the teams I mentioned is his, or his current team. Yeah. But for the record, for this game, you don't actually have to put the current team in there. You could, if they have four teams, you could just do the other three teams, not their current team. Get tricky yeah. for future reference. We'll get we'll get good at this. Man, I ain't gonna get good. <laughs> Let's see. I, I do like this game. Yeah. I was just like, this is a lot harder than I thought it would be. Um, Lakers, uh, Bucks, uh, Nets, starter. You're gonna you're gonna get so mad when I tell you. I, <laughs> I, I gotta give you a time limit. Oh man, you're right. Uh, Five, uh, four, three, two. Thomas Bryant. Nah, Thomas Bryant, no. Yeah, he was on the Wizards. Brooke Lopez. Oh, Brooke Lopez? He was on the Lakers? Yeah, he was uh, He was w- what they traded. Uh, it was a big trade. Who was, who was that trade? D'Lo. That was the D'Lo trade. D'Lo went to the Nets. He went to the Lakers. No, D'Lo got traded for KD. No, that, that was yeah. from Nets to Warriors. I'm talking from Lakers to Nets. From Lakers to Nets? D'Lo was a Laker. And we, he became a net because they traded him Brooke Lopez. They pre- traded Brooke Lopez to the. Uh, um, I guess I forgot about that. Lakers. Brooke yeah. Okay. It's 2017. I'm pretty sure. 27. Yeah, it was, it was a while ago. All 2018. But. All right. Hold on that one. Yeah. All right. So I got one for you. Uh, Spurs, Pacers, Bulls. Spurs, Pacers, Bulls. Spurs, Pacers, Bulls. This is a current player? Yes. McDermott. Yes. <laughs> that was a good one. It was a really good one. <laughs> Clearly not. I was just that well, I was just thinking, I'm like, who the fuck is on the Spurs? I'm like, McDermott. I'm like, and then like I've started watching when he's a pacer, so yeah. Alright, per- that was a good one. I thought it was a good one. Uh <laughs> all right, I got uh, here's another one. The Celtics, the Magic, and the Nuggets. Celtics. Celtics. <laughs> he is a guy that did that. Yeah, that's not the guy I'm thinking of, though. <laughs> he did do that. <laughs> you bastard. I'll, I'll give you the win, but let's see if you can guess it. Okay. Guess the other guy. Um, <laughs> Jeff Green. <laughs> He's a journeyman. That doesn't count. <laughs> no. Damn, you got me there. <laughs> Damn. That would have been a good one. That was a good one. All right, so it was Nuggets, Bucks. Nuggets. No, Nuggets, Celtics, Magic. Nuggets, Celtics, Magic. None of these are his current team. Fred, shut up. Um, The interesting comment. Bull, Bull? No, he's currently Magic. Um, I get another here. Um, I think, any of these I think Bull Bull actually was like on the Celtics for like 
half a season just didn't play. Let me, let me look. <laughs> I was like, you're going to do this twice to me? How many teams have played for these three teams? <laughs> um, how about... Oh, uh, that's an interesting combination of players. I don't think it, uh, Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier. He played for the Nuggets? Drafted by the Nuggets. Traded halfway through the season to the Magic. Really? Oh, yeah. That that was, uh, yeah, that was a tricky one. That was a tricky one. That would have been tough. Um, Bastard. Bastard. And, uh, yeah, because if I said Knicks, Magic, Celtics, you probably would have got it. Yeah, you're just trying to play me over here. Yeah. Uh, I got one north for you. I think you might get it right away. Uh, but it's Bulls, Suns, Thunder. Bulls, Suns, Thunder. Cameron Payne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too easy, just <laughs> ball. I was just thinking. I was like, "Oh yeah, Cam, Cam played on one of those." Uh, that, that was a, that was a good one. Uh, I didn't think the McDermott one was really good. I just have I, I have this weird thing where I just know about McDermott. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I that was gonna be he was gonna be a deep enough player you wouldn't think of him. But I'm, yeah, all right, last guy. This was this one's a little easier. Seventy uh, Sixers, Cavaliers, Pistons. Bias Harris? No, he didn't. no, he didn't play for the Cavs. That's a good guess, though. Hmm. This is a tough one. 76 series Cavaliers Pistons. I don't know. His current player, obviously. Current, yeah, current player. He's, okay, uh, he, he might not be on one of these teams. I suppose. I'll give I'll give you a hint. Uh, after two guesses, I'll give you a hint. You can either ask for something directly, or you can just I can just give you a hint if you don't know something direct. Let's see. Okay. Dependent upon, like it has to be a pretty big, vague ask, like current team. Yeah. Or position, I'd take position, but that's that's almost way too easy. <laughs> yeah. Cavaliers, Pistons, 76ers. How about, uh, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you must be forgetting he played on one of these teams. It's pretty forgettable. It is a he. <laughs> How about fucking... Oh. Yeah, no freaking clue. I got a clue. <laughs> That's the right. problem. I don't even have a name. Just shout out a name. Just shout out a name. We'll, do, we'll use uh, it for you. Luke Kennard. No. No. Obviously not. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, what do you want for the hand? You want... Uh, Tell me what team he's currently on. 76ers. Oh, really? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> help me. I don't fucking know. 76ers role players. Um, it must be... Andre Drummond. It is. Oh. Andre Drummond. Because remember, he played for Cavs. Andre with, Drummond. Yep. He was on the Cavs, and then he was obviously Pistons is where he made an all-star team. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Andre Drummond. He's currently on the Sixers, huh? Yep. Currently on the Sixers. No, he's on the Bulls, actually. So Now he's on lie. the Bulls. Yeah, yeah, I did lie. That was my bad. I you were lying. I forgot he was on the Bulls. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, we, we made it through that game. I struggled my hardest, but made it through nonetheless hey i mean you got two two out of four of them and, uh, and you no. thought of two other ones <laughs> for uh because bull bull technically was on the celtics just never played for them just traded and traded back 
So, so you had three right answers. Three out of four. Well, four, four right answers. Just not. Nice. Just two on the same one. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. But that's been our episode. If you guys got a game, you guys got topics for us, you want to tell us, we want to hear it, we'll, we'll, we'll probably put them on the show. I mean, not we don't have that many suggestions, so whatever whatever you want to do, do it. Yeah, baby. We are, we are strictly ball business. That was a great episode today. Um, really appreciate our sponsors. Uh, fucking nobody. Thank you. <laughs> Unsullied uh, by sponsorship. Solely carrying our backs. Uh, <laughs> but we, we will see you next time for episode 65. I'm sure we're going to have plenty to talk about. The first ballot of the all-star voting actually came out. I don't know uh, if you got a chance to look at that. Yeah, yeah. Bandwagoners are out. <laughs> yep, they're like, uh, foolish of us for saying this is the first year LeBron won't be an all-star stu- starter. Yeah. Foolish of us. What did, Literally what did, number one in votes. Yeah, Davis well, number three. What did we think? Winning winning is an answer? No. <laughs> doesn't matter. They winning doesn't matter to these people. This is just literally people like, oh, LeBron James still playing? Yeah. Surprised Curry only got... Lakers? Yeah. I'm surprised Curry got less than Giannis and Durant. And I'm surprised how far back Giannis is, is for Durant. Yeah. I think if he wasn't injured, he'd be getting... More than you LeBron. Know, just as many votes, yeah, if not more. But since he's injured, that takes a certain amount of population that's just going to be like, well... He's injured, so I'm not gonna vote. He'll be a starting guard, but I, w- I wonder. Uh, um, well, that's nice to know that West gets an extra All Star. I wonder who will he even be back by then? Probably. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you would think he would be, but he's probably gonna be coming back just in time for then. It's not like he's gonna be. Yeah, he probably won't play if that's the case. So don't really yeah. see it happening. Plus, he's done everything right. He's All Star MVP. He's got that. He got that last year. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he got that last year. He's played plenty of them. Um, if he could get the nomination and then just be injured, like that's best case scenario for him. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Most likely. He's going to get a nomination. He'll be an all star. Uh, he's just going to be injured. He'll like, least, there's no. He'll at least make it. And, and people don't remember long term who started each and every game. They no. see like how many all stars he had. They also remember the moments of, you know, the games you had to a certain degree. Yep. And he was a little way with the rest of the time. The only person that's going to talk about Andrew Wiggins being an all-star starter is Andrew Wiggins. So, <laughs> Yeah, the only other people that will remember it is just like the absurdity of it, of K-pop fans like making making him yeah. win it. Just like, that shit happens again. I'm going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to be pretty upset when uh, both AD and LeBron are starting. And I'm going to be like... <sighs> yeah. Well, Anthony Davis won't be playing, but yeah, he might get voted in regardless, yeah. even though he's injured just like Curry. But um, Austin Reeves is top 10 in voting for guards, bro. <laughs> he's like number nine, I think. There's always one. There's always one, whether it's Alex yeah. Caruso or uh, who's the other goat? Taco Fall <laughs> or Taco Fall. Somebody's going to yeah. get voted. It's whatever. Yeah, or, there was somebody else. I feel like that was weird. Pa- Zaza Pachulia. One Zaza. And they were like, hold on. We're bringing the hammer down on this one. Like, we're changing the rules. <laughs> I think after this year, they're like, all right, we got to give the the fans less power. This was a dumb idea. <laughs> like, I hope so. I mean, each year, dude, they need to fix it. It's insane. But that was our episode. We're going to talk about stuff. We already gave our all-star predictions. You can look at that on our channel. It's been Strictly Ball Business. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> what was that? Thanks for watching, uh, ah, shit, I didn't know this.